0: Don't be disturbed times here, listener. No, no, no. Just because the music's different doesn't mean that you don't get the same opinion and analysis. I'm Spike Eskin.
1: I'm Lee Russakoff. I of the Tiger, huh? How many choices did you have?
0: A million. <laughs> it could have been anything.
1: I mean, I would you prefer I just when I No, ca- I I back I of the Tiger over okay. some with Rocky. Okay, because Especially I, after the Eagles had so much fight yesterday. Yeah,
0: well, I didn't think you'd want like like this isn't any fun, right? No. You, you know, you don't know, want American girl. I mean, I just of the options, it just felt like the uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's very YSP in here, you know. <laughs> uh, so, um, boy, oh boy, what a what an exciting game we saw yesterday, huh? Um, before uh before we get into anything here, we got an email from Chris Johnson this morning saying that given his work schedule. It may be tough for him to ever rejoin the, or at least in the foreseeable future, rejoin the Times Yours podcast as he previously had. Sad, we, sad day. Very sad day. I don't yeah. even say everything we say sounds sarcastic, but that's not sarcastic. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, I, Chris was the um, the the. He was. He added an element to the he was show. The sunny day. He was, yeah. He
1: was the. He was the optimistic Philly fan.
0: Yeah. Where, where you? He was your polar opposite. Yeah. I think. Like I have. You're very negative, but I'm very mean spirited, which is a different <laughs> thing. I'm not. I don't think I'm particularly negative, but I am more mean spirited than you are. And Chris was neither negative nor mean spirited. Right. Uh, so uh, I did propose something to him, and I do have three questions from him, three observations from him. Today that I can ask you later. I did propose... My proposition to him was that because his schedule is tough... That I call him before I call you, I get three observations and questions from Chris that we we like make a segment out of. So I yeah. I would imagine you're all right with that, right?
1: Yeah. Did you see my note back? I feel like we should do it like a newlywed game where I have to guess what I think he said about that topic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. That would be great. Right. Um, the, right. Like, I think the only mean-spirited thing that he had ever done or the only time that he takes jabs at us— is um is when we like he has a thing I guess we were very positive about Bryce Brown at one point, and he like he I guess he never believed in bryce Brown, so if you go back and you listen to some of the podcasts from this year, he takes shots about bryce brown that that kind of fell flat because i wasn't noticing that that was what he was doing, um, <laughs> but in any case so i I'll, I'll ask you the uh, the three questions from Chris later on during the show, and i'll get your responses, one of them is particularly good okay um,
1: and then the the I was thinking, you know, if we need a third, Steve Eskin might be available.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that later, too, right. the Steve Eskin thing, which I – we'll get to that later. That That's coming up later in the podcast. So the first thing, of course, that we have to talk about, the biggest observation from yesterday is, um, you know, I was going to think of a joke thing, but it's obviously that Nick Foles – I I'm not. Of course, this is the week that I'm not on the radio, so this becomes my biggest um, uh, soapbox that I can stand from and shout at the the Nick Foles truthers that were confronted with the sad reality yesterday that their golden boy dream of the Great White Hope was nothing more than a mirage um, that was that was painted for them. ...based on a zone defense that allowed him to throw his dinky um, nonsense underneath passes over and over and over again... But when confronted with a real defense, or a defense rather, that was prepared to face him, that played man, that forced him to throw the ball down the field and actually make decisions with the shit receivers he has, he sees that maybe it's slightly more difficult than it was in the first place. And this whole nonsense that Nick Foles is this super accurate passer, this fantastic decision maker. I mean, Lee, he's fucking tall, right?
1: He's very tall, and he throws the ball quickly quick when allowed yeah he's tall lee which is <laughs> well, all you need as are you a- sure that there are actually uh people who believe that in the post because i was on twitter yesterday i didn't see any of them
0: yeah it's really <laughs> amazing how when this happens i don't have responses from any of those people how they just fucking disappear how all i heard all week was how how efficient in the red zone he was i don't know lee I think you have to get to the red zone first. I'd say that's a battle before you can be efficient in the red zone. And I can't quite remember, but I think Nick Foles yesterday was 0 of 1 in red zone appearances yesterday, which is far—I am no math expert. I am not Bill Bear. I am not a Sabre matrician. Uh, I do not write for Pro Football Focus or Football Outsiders, but as far as I can tell, zero for one is a shitty percentage.
1: And I think D'Amico got him in that one, right? Correct. It, it had, the defense got him there; he wasn't getting there on his own.
0: Correct. I'm just so sick of the, this uh, this uh, illusion that Eagles fans are so educated and so smart about football. They are not smart about sports. They are passionate. And I'm not even saying – I don't even know football that well. But let me list for you the problems with Nick Foles. He is slow. He has a weak arm. So if he is not incredibly accurate and brilliant, he is going to have trouble being a starting quarterback in the National Football League given that he does not have two of the three necessary components. to be- You need two of the three, I think, right? Don't you- I, don't,
1: I mean, I, and I don't know Nick Foles that well, but I don't think anyone's ever called him brilliant. No, I? no. <laughs>
0: I mean, whole—and he's clear—there's no way he's as bad as he was yesterday. But he looked like a guy that was not prepared for a defense that knew what he was going to do. Like, everything— that worked against Tampa. They just they played man yesterday yeah. and it didn't work. And all of a sudden we saw this. We saw a pissy Deshaun Jackson back, you yeah. know, because the ball wasn't, um, you know, where he wanted it to be. And you saw the only passes Nick Foles completed were to Riley were to Mr. Scout team himself. Riley Cooper. It was like, like, come on. Like, I'm so glad this whole thing is over. This whole nonsense is over about Nick Foles. And, boy, did it end quickly
1: yesterday. I mean, yeah. I didn't see I mean, anyone. It, it, he didn't step into – I don't know. And, uh, look, there's there's the injury thing. That's the one thing Foles fans are going to fall back on. Oh, he's hurt. It's his groin. He couldn't step into – he, he just isn't very good. Uh-huh. And that's fine. I don't think – I mean, realistically, anyone who thought he was – was very good was fooling themselves based on it was we that what what drives me insane about this is that we seem to see this every 3 years with the backup quarterback every right time. it was it was Feely then it was Cobb and now I mean it's like uh, every time it's like when they come in and they're fresh even Barkley for the first 3 throws looked okay yeah. and then reality hit i mean they just they're just not that good there's a reason they're drafted in the 3rd and 4th round
0: yeah, third. Yeah, third and fourth round, and and it's not like he was. Yeah, you know, he played. It's not like he played in some small school, or he right. didn't start for that long, or like like everybody knows who Nick Foles is. I mean, I just I and you forgot Bobby Hoying, Bobby Hoying, who uh, may yeah. be the the most glaring Bobby example Lee. of all this is just the the belief. Like everybody wants to see golden boy, accurate QB. Like everybody wants like. Like uh, like Tom Brady. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like everybody wants that. Like just picking apart the defense. And here's the other like, like, like reality check moment that that everyone should have about Nick Foles is that if he is going to be successful, he can't do it with the like. You have a better chance of. And again, I am not some sort of huge Michael Michael Vick fan, but when you do not have any any weapons. Like to uh, of note to to play with, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when your only weapons are LaShawn McCoy and Deshaun Jackson, and I'm not I'm not saying that they're not good weapons, but when those are the only guys you can throw to, if if your whole offense is going to be standing back there and trying to wait for those guys to get open and pick apart the defense, you're you're shit out of luck because you, you don't have enough guys to do that with.
1: Well, and what drives me crazy about that is, and it just happened because I, I was watching the Rams, some of the Rams game yesterday, and Brandon Gibson was just great. And then they, they also had Danny Amendola on this team at times. Like, they have all these guys that they have on the practice guard who actually played well when they practice here, and then they just couldn't make the team because Riley Cooper had to stay on. Like, to me, the, the talent evaluation in, its, in itself is also a really big flaw of this team. You can't just let when, – especially when you're looking for weapons and you see Danny Amendola, look, he has trouble staying on the field, but he's way better at, than any receiver in the slot that the Eagles have had in the last 15 years. Wow. Uh Brandon Gibson, Where's you know like Brandon Gibson is a player right now they would love to have him on the other side of Deshaun Jackson. And they just let these guys go because they don't fit their exact plans.
0: It seems like you're forgetting one particular um one particular uh, uh slot guy in this
1: is Chad Chad Hall. <laughs> Chad Hall stayed yeah. for a long time. You know,
0: well, I, I I seem to think that you may be bringing this back to talent uh, evaluation. Beca- it might
2: be because of the lines are pretty good, and then you talk about the defensive back. The corner group's a good group. Again, when we talk about good group, maybe at the top, you're not talking about exceptional. A Hall of Fame kind of talent, but oh, wait,
1: there we maybe go. I don't know. Uh, you don't want to jump yet. I mean, he could. It could be a, Bradley Fletcher. Could be Hall of Fame. Give him a, like another, you know, two games.
2: When you're drafting a quarterback, those are all the things that you're you're looking for and the skill sets you're looking for, and you have to replace that with the unknowns if if you're going to have them. So we're excited to see what he's going to do. Again, it's a position that. It has to be strong at if you want to win consistently in this league. So we're going to try to build that position always.
0: That was about Nick Foles. <laughs>
1: yeah, but he wanted Russell Wilson and Kaepernick. Yeah, he just just leak that one out there. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make him look better.
0: He wanted those guys. Yeah, yeah I, and I don't even look. I, I look. I it. It doesn't even. It, I guess it doesn't even matter that much it, at the end of the day. But my my whole position on the like, I just I couldn't I couldn't take. The whole let's see what we have. I guess maybe it's a good thing that 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 we saw Nick Foles play the way that he did. But like the whole wow, like especially after the 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 two things after the Nick Foles thing last week were were the over like the overhyped you know super this could be the guy nonsense, which I think even most reasonable pe- reasonable people would admit was sort of um, was going overboard. But the other thing was like. Let's see what we have in Nick Foles. Like, there was ever a question of what we had in Nick Foles. You know what I mean? Like, like what were you expecting him to be? And uh, sure, I would imagine if you stuck him... On some great team that was full of weapons, that he might be, he might be an efficient enough quarterback. You know, like if if he had Calvin Johnson or AJ Green to throw to, it would probably make him, uh, or or Des Bryant to throw to, it would probably make him much better. But like that makes anybody better. It still wouldn't make him a, a top half of the league quarterback. You know, like there would still be fifteen quarterbacks that would be better than him at any in, in at any particular time. There would still be that many quarterbacks. I'm just so. And, and, like, seriously, if, if you're listening to this, and I imagine if you're a Nick Foles person, there's no way you even made it this far because you were so annoyed with it anyway. But, like... Have the guts to to talk about it and show your face and say you were wrong. After all that nonsense you you people spouted after, oh, look how much better the offensive line looked. Oh, and the other thing was like the, oh, well, they didn't have any trouble running the ball last week with Nick Foles there. Well, you saw this week the trouble that Sean McCoy has. And they even tried to run that play, that that misdirection like— Option play that yeah. that has Nick Foles run one way and Lashawn McCoy that run the other way, and Lashawn McCoy had a bad game, but but like they're not buying that Nick Foles is running with the ball, so there's nowhere for Lashawn McCoy to go. It's just like like I'm so over it. I'm just so glad this this part of this is over. Um, and and speaking of Matt Barkley and all with all due fa- with all due respect to Matt Barkley like you know, he didn't practice with those guys he was thrown in there like if god if you want to talk weak arm holy moly i mean
1: i mean i don't know if it was the shoulder like i don't know how i i you know i didn't study Matt Barkley pre shoulder injury and post shoulder injury but he certainly yeah I, and they traded up to get him like I, again like a guy who doesn't necessarily fit their offense and the – I just, I'm so exhausted with this team. They're just not very good across the board. There's no talent on this team left.
2: Two years ago, I was watching 300 college players. Now maybe I watched 250 because I trust that it's going to be funneled down in the right process, and I'm not worried that on draft day someone's going to be drafted in the fourth round that I haven't watched and is going to be a really good player because there's a lot of trust of the people here.
0: There you go.
1: (laughs) You should go back to 300, I guess. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Go back to watching more players. Yeah, he
1: Saved himself that time on those fifty extra players.
0: Um, I, I, I for one cannot believe. Well, I guess I could believe it was. It was bound to happen. One of these potentially high scoring games to not be high scoring. But boy, I, I just, I, with both defenses being so bad, I'm still sort of shocked it was seventeen to three.
1: Yeah, I mean, like he kind of. You kind of had the feel, like, well, no. I mean, you can make that argument. It seems to happen a lot in the NFL, that exactly what you expect to happen, the opposite happens. But, yeah, the, the fact that, I, I, and I think part, part of it was the refs just let, like, Bradley Fletcher and Kerry Williams manhandle Des Bryant and uh, Miles Austin. Let them just tackle guys. And, the, and that played to the Eagles' advantage.
2: Oh, wait, Lee. I promise one thing to our fans. I'll never lie. There may be an opportunity where I can't answer a question, but I'm never going to lie to them. See, he didn't
1: say they were Hall of Fame talent. He said they're really good. I'm never going to lie really, to you. A really good group.
0: Um, yeah, and the the Cowboys, boy, I mean, they, they didn't look— Look, Williams and Bryant are awesome. And every time I watched them catch a pass, I just thought, holy moly, wouldn't it be great to have um, even one of those guys here? And it, it really does make you think— how much different the team would be, or the offense would be, how efficient it would be. Jeremy Macklin is not great, but man, they would. It just feels yeah. like they would be so much better if he was here.
1: Yeah, it would just balance it out and give you know another option because you couldn't just triple team Deshaun. Basically,
0: is that the hardest offensive position to even fill? Wide receiver. I mean, are there less great wide receivers than any other position on offense?
1: I yeah, I mean, it's, like I, great I so. wide
0: receivers. You know
1: what. I'm trying to think. I mean, like there, were, there's probably like four or five, right? And that's that are it. Great, right? Yeah. I,
0: there's Bryant, AJ Green, Calvin Johnson. I mean, like Fitzgerald probably yeah. throwing there. Yeah. Still, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that there, there, there are many, many good ones, but right. guys that are on that level, like dominant on that level, it feels like there are even more great quarterbacks than there are. Um, wide receivers, just a tough position to fill. But
1: I guess, you know, the one that's become even probably bigger and tougher is tight end, right? You, if you get yeah. your Jimmy Graham or your Gronkowski, and there literally are those two, and, and if you get that guy, you can turn your offense around quickly.
2: So I promise one thing to our fans. I'll never lie. There you go.
1: And the, well, the Eagles have that in Selleck. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. And> Ertz. <laughs> Ertz. Uh, I, didn't even, I don't even think I noticed Ertz yesterday. Can we talk about Chip Kelly's decision to kick a 60-yard field goal? Um, for some what was going on there I well mean,
1: he, he's you know the wind was at their back and he was really kicking it well that day <laughs>
0: oh wow I,
1: well why didn't he kick it at <laughs> mile high is what drives me like he yeah. did mile high and chose not to yeah and fourth I mean I don't know I can't figure that one out I don't I, didn't this, go this for chip, it he's like a shell of himself
0: yeah wow well, the, the, the NFL has I don't know well it's just one week I guess it's just one week and his quarterback was missing throw after throw after throw right. after throw I mean I, I don't Look, I, with um, Chip Kelly, definitely deserves some um, some criticism for how the Eagles played yesterday and how the offense played yesterday. But Nick Foles missed a lot of throws. I mean, he, he missed a lot of throws. You know what I mean? Like, um, and he his, missed every throw. He was yeah. terrible.
1: He was terrible. But you know, like you said, I think you do have to put some blame on Chip in that you know what Nick, you should know what Nick Foles is, and you should know how a team's going to try to react to him, and you should have a plan to get guys open quicker. And you should have seen, like, more either motion into the backfield or out of the backfield sprints out to get quick throws and get guys open so that they couldn't be just bump and run and finished.
0: The defense played pretty well except for one. Can you think of the the one particular guy that I'm thinking of that I can't figure out what he was doing
1: yesterday? Nah, Bradley Fletcher?
0: Nah, it would actually be uh, Mr. Sconces himself, Kerry Williams, who –
1: wanted to fight everyone. Well, he
0: wanted to fight everyone and wasn't looking at the ball at any point while he was while he was while he was uh, playing, he was he was his his eyes were downfield like at the other end zone the entire time. Like and I couldn't tell if it was because whoever he was covering was that much faster than him and he just he he was scared to take a look back to the quarterback but um. Yeah. That's his. Uh, that's his mo. I guess when he can't cover, is to just start fights with everyone. I guess. The, I guess the defense played well. I mean, the Cowboys' offense is pretty good. And um, how many points did they have at halftime? Seven or they or was it even was it three? no three nothing right yeah it was three nothing um and you know eventually they were going to score you know eventually right. if they were on the field that long so I guess you have to give credit and um and Dittinger said. After watching the tape, and everybody said after watching the tape last week that even though the defense wasn't good, that it, uh, it didn't seem that way to me. But the defense had played better um, than it had in previous games, so maybe they are actually. Maybe this is the first full game that we we were saying last week that you know uh, Billy Davis was saying that they were playing better. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't see any evidence of it. Well, maybe this is actually the evidence of them playing better.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not uh, convinced that it's a. Uh Becoming a good defense at all, but it—I it, mean, you look—you have to give credit where credit is. That's a good offense. They—they they made that offensive line, which struggled, and but looked better recently. The the Cowboys' offensive line—they made it look bad. Vinnie Curry had had some pressures. Tameka Ryan's I thought, had a great game. Tameka Rice was all over the field.
0: Yeah, well, I, I'm curious to see the actual, the uh, advanced metrics yeah. on him, because the all over the field stuff right. tends to, uh, that's like the way Jeremiah Trotter was. He was like Mr. All-Over-The-Field, um, and I didn't know if he had actually played well or not, and that was the Michael Kendrick's first game, was the all over the field game. Right. But um, he did have a sack, he did have an interception, so I mean, so I'll take it, Um Uh, you mentioned offensive line the the Eagles offensive line was terrible um, and Harriman's was particularly bad Uh, well I don't know if they were terrible in that because I guess Foles was holding the ball for a while and it must be much different to block for a guy like Foles than uh, than for Vic but the offensive line had another really we all thought this was going to be a strength of the team and they looked good the first couple of weeks but aside from that uh, have not had, individually, have not had very good games, you know, at, at all this year. Yeah, life.
1: not at all. I mean, w- yeah, I, Foles had no time. Foles was all, and a lot of it, look, Foles was terrible, but he he was throwing off his back foot because he was skittish. Yeah, they, there wasn't there wasn't much positive from that offense.
0: He's so tall. I mean, he's so tall and efficient and accurate and good in the red zone. I have to see an, I'm glad I won't see another effing article about the—, the uh, the fucking article about Nick Foles in the fucking red zone uh, and how he's just a better quarterback than than Michael Vick, you know, and Vick's a better athlete. And Did like, you see okay. Marcus Vick? Yeah. You know what? He's right. <laughs> Marcus Vick is right. <laughs> you know, like, like it, absolutely, people do not, you know, uh, appreciate what Michael Vick does well. I, all we hear about is what
2: Michael Vick doesn't do well. Right. You know? I don't know. I promise one thing to our fans. I'll never lie. Um, why why hasn't Michael Vick told Marcus
0: Vick to shut up?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: You know, I, like, I, I don't understand how that can be so hard to do. Can we talk about Michael Vick for a second? Please. I have—so there are three theories I'm operating on. I, I actually had—I was—on I, was, I oh, on the air, I went over one of my theories, and then off-air— Uh, I went over another theory with – because Ike Reese and I were trying to figure out Michael Vick all last week. And then Pro Football Talk entered a third theory um, yesterday. So Mike Vick, all of a sudden – Michael Vick, who if – for all of his negatives, one of the positives about Michael Vick is that he is highly competitive, it seems like. Um, Always wants to stay in the game. Um, you know, plays through injury, um, willing to do whatever it takes, like to win. You know, all those those things that we say about white people, um, you know, white pla right. un- under skilled white players actually exist in Michael Vick. Um, you know, is a tough guy. And the other thing you notice about Michael Vick is that he often, you know, that the whole notion of the quarterback uh, competition annoyed him in mini camp. Uh, wanted to be named the starter like seems to take offense at the fact that he is not automatically thought of as the starter. But then last week happens, and all of a sudden, like, he's ruling himself out for playing. He's talking about how he needs another week to feel better. And uh, he does the joint press conference with Nick Foles, the Kumbaya press conference. So trying to figure out what the motivation is behind Michael Vick's all of a sudden, like, uh, passive nature. And I will present to you the three... The three possibilities I came up with um, last week. By the way, another funny thing I thought, uh, the the narrative that people choose, is that when Michael Vick is like that, all of a sudden like people are like, oh, he's maturing and he's grown (laughs) up. Like That's what we want from people who are just accepting of a backup position? Okay. The three things are, A, Michael Vick realizes that Michael Vick will be a free agent at the end of the year and that even if he loses the job, he's played well so far anyway – He'll likely be the best quarterback on the free agent market. And really, there are worse things than losing your job due to injury and staying healthy the rest of the year. Um, he gets to stay healthy the rest of the year. He goes out sort of on top. You know, He had played well before the injury, and he, uh, he ends up with a three-year, um, $30 million deal afterwards, of which $17 million is guaranteed, basically. So that's option one. Michael Vick just knows yeah. that this isn't the worst thing in the world. Okay, go ahead. Option number two— Michael Vick had been told by Chip Kelly, "Do not worry about what happens. This is your job. I need you to be a good soldier. I need you to go out there and and um, you 're not going to lose your job due to injury So option two is Michael Vick knows that it 's his job right and then here is option three that that is the the, the super negative conspiracy theory option that pro football Talk of that I think it was Mike Florio specifically that offered up yesterday. And he actually – he said that people are starting to think this or whatever. Who knows what that even means? Right. Uh, it could be anybody who's starting to think this. Right. But that Michael Vick ruled himself out um, early in the week even when Chip Kelly and the team would not rule him out, called him questionable because he wanted – the defense of the Dallas Cowboys to be prepared for Nick Foles because that way it would make it more difficult for Nick Foles to succeed if they knew Michael Vick was not playing, um, thereby making it um, making Nick Foles look worse and making Michael Vick look better. Uh, of those three options, which one do you find the most likely?
1: Uh, which one do I find two the most? I don't think one's really likely at all. I just don't think that's Michael Vick I, it, from – you know seeing him over the past was it been four what it feels like you know a decade, but twenty ten yeah yeah, yeah. yeah twenty ten like that's just he's just too competitive to just say uh to to play the good soldier and wait next year so i don't I, I I rule out one i you know i I don't know if I would go as far as three as florio goes, but I, I would say maybe you know he he knows that that look I don't think he's very good uh I think once you know teams can prepare for him. He, he, you know, I'm not worried about, he's no threat to me. And maybe someone from the Cowboys calls him and says, oh, we're going to kill Nick Foles this week. He's like, so it didn't worry him. But it, option two, I think it's got to be option two. Unless, the other thing, the other option I'll throw out at you, and, and I don't know, is that he kind of re, re-aggravated it this week.
0: Uh, and, and it was worse than he thought it was. And
1: it became worse than he thought. Somehow re-aggravated it to the point where he's going to be out. Longer than expected because he reaggravated it because he thought he wanted to play this week you tried to play and got hurt again hmm. that, that's what that's actually what I immediately thought was that that they're kind of hiding a, a more serious injury um,
0: would you Which like to would you scary. like to get to um, what's it called would you like to get to chris johnson's observations from the week What do
1: you think by the way yeah, um,
0: but I don't think chip Kelly guaranteed him the job okay. um, I do think that there may have been a little like Oh, you think he's so good? Okay, well, I'm yeah. out. You know, like, like uh, there's no way that 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 the Eagles wanted him to say he was out. There's no way it it right. gives them no benefit. There's no way. So, I think he wanted. Um, but I think more than anything, um, he was sick he is sick of talking about it. Yeah. And like, I think this is like sometimes, like when you work with somebody that you can't stand. Uh, I'm not saying that he can't stand Nick Foles, but like sometimes, like when you argue with somebody or or. Like, there's somebody in your life, whether it's work, personal, whatever, that every time you talk to this person, it's an argument. Eventually, you're just like, you just start to sort of let things, you know, like you act over passive so you don't engage yourself because it's just not worth it anymore. And I think Michael Vick is just sick of the media, like, is just sick of it and can't take it anymore and was almost being funny. Um, like you know, I'm going to go out there with Nick Foles. You know, and I think he probably does get along well with Foles. I don't think right. that's a lie. I think that's a, a a fair thing. But I think he's just sick of talking about it. And by him, um, you know, ruling himself out, he doesn't have to talk about it all week. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they just don't ask him questions about it all week. So, um, so that is is my my guess. I think. Um, so, um, are you ready for Chris Johnson observations? Let's hear it. Observation one: I thought this was very uh, astute. Um Matt Barkley wore his wedding ring while playing uh, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. Um have you ever noticed another quarterback wearing their wedding ring? I've never not noticed didn't, it, but I feel like I've noticed I would have noticed that.
1: I think didn't Kurt Warner wear his wedding ring? I think Kurt Warner.
0: Oh, uh, that might be true. had
1: like a thing where he had to wear his ring or something like that. He seems like one of those guys. Yeah, like exactly. he's
0: like the god guy or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, um
1: yeah, no. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen Matt Barkley's wife. So I'll Um, I'll withhold judgment. Yeah,
0: she's pretty hot. Um, I'm sure she is. Um, He talks about iPhones too much on Twitter. Boy, does he like talking about iPhones.
1: You hate iPhones.
0: Well, I just hate iPhone people. iPhones are nice phones. I just hate iPhone people. Number two, I'm not sure if I'm more frustrated with Foles or Deshaun Jackson. Um, We didn't talk about Deshaun. Not coming back after Roots break, complaining, blah, blah, blah. I'm impressed that it took him until game seven, but I really wanted him to be grown up this season. Um, though I would be the first to jump on the negative Deshaun Jackson, um, the negative Deshaun Jackson bandwagon, um, I can see why he was frustrated. And remember, like the fired up. Sort of highly emotional Deshaun Jackson is also the best Deshaun Jackson. So I
1: hate that. I hate that whole theme, and it's like the it's the To thing again. not that they're the same, or but like wide receivers are divas. They want the ball every time, and they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna pout when they don't get it. That's just how wide wide receivers are, especially ones who consider themselves, you know, elite. What? And I don't think Deshaun is, but I think he thinks he is. And so you know, to me, like that's just part of the game. Like you have to deal with that. That's dealing with the team and personalities.
0: Um, my favorite this is the third observation. This is a question for you, Lee, that okay. he wrote explicitly for you, even though we'll yeah. both answer. If Vick still isn't healthy and Foles doesn't pass his concussion test, would you rather see the Eagles sign Tim Tebow or Marcus Vick to start against the Giants? These are your only two options.
1: Uh-huh. I would love Marcus Vick. i think Marcus Vic That would be amazing. <laughs>
0: Over Tebow, you'd like the Marcus. I I
1: would. would, Yeah, I would much rather have Marcus. I think Marcus would be so much more entertaining, just for the press conferences before and after. Yeah, would be that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you. Even though I would love the Tim Tebow thing because it would. I just like at this point in my sad sports life, I just like things that are that are insane and create storylines and hilarity and the Tim Tebow thing would be hilarious but not nearly as hilarious as the Marcus Vick thing would be. It would be be so
1: good. They should do it. They should do it.
0: Speaking of which, I I think we've talked, uh, we definitely talked about Johnny Football but I was uh, musing on the air again about the moment the Eagles select Johnny and this doesn't mean I think they should select Johnny Football right. or even that they would even would but just the moment that the Eagles select Johnny Manziel in the NFL draft will be the best moment of my Eagles life I think just because of the insanity that it will create from oh, that moment it won't this stop
1: will go insane. Yeah.
0: berserk The the jerseys with football on the back <laughs> it'll be awesome um, we'll talk for a minute about Steve Eskin, and I want to get your take on this. Yeah. So I get a text message. Oh, okay, so I'll take this back a little bit. Um, a gentleman uh, who is actually an intern for news radio um, and is a Temple University student and is a big wrestling fan emailed me one day and asked if he could do a story on me for Temple News, which is the Temple student newspaper. And I didn't know until I was talking to him. I knew that wrestling was going to be a part of it, but I didn't know until I was talking to him that wrestling was going to be like... Like, he wanted to know why I was talking about wrestling on WIP, like where yeah. that came from. Because I do a, you know, I occasionally we'll do yeah. a 15-minute segment with uh, my buddy Ange uh, Goldstein, who is a former WWE creative team member on the, the radio. And the reason I did it first was just because, like, I was like, ah, you know, m- you know nobody talks about wrestling. I'll give it a try. But the reason I continued to do it is because Ange is, a, is a, just a really good guest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and people really, like, though there are many people who hate the wrestling segment there are many people who really really like the wrestling segment and I can't even say that about anything else that I do on the air Uh, there's more people that like the wrestling segment specifically than anybody that likes anything so he asked if I can do this story and I said yes and we talked for about an hour one day um, that he interviewed me, uh, interviewed me for about an hour. Then they sent a photographer out to take pictures, so it was like another 20. 20- and I, I'm more than glad to do this. I never say no to anything, so I was more than glad to do it. So uh, I saw that the story came out, saw it online for a minute, like briefly glazed over it, and then that was it. So I get a text message from uh, the Delaware County Times Sixers beat writer, um, uh, good dude, Chris Vito, and he texts me on Sunday morning. And he said, Hey, dude, what's your real, like, given name? And in parentheses, trust me, this is for a good reason. <laughs> so, my first thought is like, maybe his, I don't know if he's married, but like, maybe his wife or girlfriend went to high school with my brother and they right. think it's me because I know Chris is younger than me. Uh, I think it's something like that, you know? Um, so, I think, so I tell him, Oh, it's Brett. Like, my given name is Brett. And he sends me a picture and it says, I saw this, I was at Temple, he went to Temple, he was like, I was at Temple News Newsroom yesterday, and I saw this, um, so this is not your given name. And the headline is, Steve Eskin brings wrestling back to WIP, and there's the picture of me. Caption. Steve Eskin, blah 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 blah, and no. I can only assume in the story I can't see. Um, but uh, J- uh, Liberty Ballers own Jake Pavorsky says that numerous times in the article I'm referred to as Steve Eskin. Uh, and this is a it's not a headline, but it's a headline on like the ninth page, wherever it is. It's like in big font. Big,
1: yeah, it was a big, yeah, it was a big article. I yeah. saw the image.
0: Yeah, you can see it on. It's on my Instagram. So, yeah. um, so my instant reaction, I, I feel dual reaction. uh, At equal parts. I am equal parts. That's hilarious. Like Steve Eskin. Like I posted it immediately. That's hilarious. But the second half of me was sort of bummed that like, you know, anyone likes when there's press written about you, whether it's Temple News or the Daily News or whatever. And like seeing my name wrong all over the place doesn't like necessarily help like – like me <laughs> right. you know like um if anybody was like oh i'm interested i've never heard of this guy steve eskin you hey, know Google. like yeah. you could be looking for him and you're never gonna find him <laughs> i feel like i have to buy com now so That's the it. second thing was like i was uh i was sort of bummed that they got my name wrong um do you, first, of, uh, first, first question. Both of those reactions are are fair, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you're right. You were it, it's, if as long as it wasn't out of like you should like everyone should know who I am, which I know you it wasn't. It was more no. like yeah, it's more about right. You're trying to build a brand. Yeah, you're, you're just starting on the radio. I'm mean, not just in a different field. Right, right, right. You're New. So yeah, it's impo- it's impo- that that sort of thing is important, and it seems to happen often when you just start. That yeah, just people screw up. who you are and your brand you're trying to represent. Right. And
0: yeah, it's exactly not bro, you should know who Spike Eskin is. It's more like, hey, I want people to know who Spike Eskin is. You know, um, and again, like I wasn't doing the article selfishly. I was doing it because he asked me mostly but I like having things written about me of course, good things. So then, so then, so I post it on Twitter and here's the the question that I, I mostly have with you. Post it on Instagram which goes to Twitter and Facebook and Temple News responds to me um, like something like, oh, we broke kayfabe with that. And what kayfabe is, is basically it's like behind the wall of wrestling. Like so when you say you break kayfabe, um, it would be like Sergeant Slaughter on the Iron Sheet going out to dinner. That would be them breaking kayfabe, like breaking the illusion that all of those things are real, uh, which happens much more now than ever. So their, their response was sort of a snarky, we broke kayfabe. And my response to them was like, no, you didn't. My name isn't Steve. Right. Like if you had put Brett Esque, right. yeah. that would be breaking kayfabe. And that was their only response. And then the, the, the kid who wrote the article um, responded in some like joking fashion too, like uh, ha ha something, something, something. Like, yeah. am I wrong to expect, like, some sort of a, like, a response from both of them? Like, hey, sorry, we screwed that up? Is that wrong? Yeah, no, they wrong? should be
1: embarrassed. They, I mean, they, they got that wrong. They should write a, whatever it's called, I I can't remember anymore. I used to do this. They, yeah. They, like, when, they, you,
0: when you get something wrong and you write a retraction yeah, or a whatever. Retraction. Yeah, yeah,
1: there should be a retraction. I mean, that, that's, that's bad. Yeah, I'm just not from even... A, just from a, a, you know, a journalistic standpoint, you, you got... You got a guy, the person you were writing the article' name about wrong, yes. multiple times. it wasn't like a typo, you got it wrong,
0: yeah, and it's not again, like this isn't like i'm 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 not like they are in journalism school right. <laughs> like, like I don't even know if getting the name right is one of the tenets of journalism because it seems like one of the tenets of life. <laughs> you know i feel like saying it's one of the tenets of journalism is is giving it like more credit than it's due for being difficult it's not difficult it's not yeah. getting the facts right it's just getting my name right um especially when he's interning for news radio like i can only imagine if my boss at news radio saw that they got that wrong like right. that would so i'm not wrong in thinking that his first his first reaction should have been if i wrote that let's put it this way if i wrote that and I don't blame the writer because I would imagine that he turned it. He knows who I am. Yeah. He turned in a correct piece, and somebody along the way, like auto, corrected it to Steve. I mean, I have to imagine that's what it is. I can't even imagine that somebody went through and thought Spike was wrong and just changed it all to Steve. Like I have to imagine it was careless and not, not wrong. But like if I wrote that, even if it wasn't my mistake, I would. And I saw that, I would be horrified. Right. Like I wouldn't be able to apologize enough. Right.
1: I I just trying to figure out how something like that could happen. I feel like the I mean the editor's not just gonna change it to Steve, is he? No. Like right. What so do you think it's like a spell check thing? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like I think it was like an auto correct yeah. thing or yeah. whatever. Um it has to be. So whatever. I just want to make sure that I wasn't crazy. So <laughs> um trust
2: me, I wasn't being an, an ego ego maniac. I promise one thing to our fans, I'll never lie. See I'm not lying.
1: No, you're not. Yeah. You and Howie are straight up.
2: So we don't
0: know what the Giants will do on Monday night when we're making our prediction, but I don't think it matters too much. The most exciting thing about Monday Night Football tonight is the debut of starting quarterback Josh Freeman. Oh, and by the way, everyone who was, uh, was more intent on seeing what Nick Foles had in him compared to Josh Freeman, I just want you to remember— that Josh Freeman did what Nick Foles did against Tampa for an entire season once yeah. for an entire season uh, and then a stretch of seven or eight games last year not just one game so um you know so that's that's all i just 25 touchdowns and six interceptions and you want to see more of Nick Foles uh so but i don't think it matters too much i think we pretty much know what the giants are and i don't know that their desperation or um you know if they if they lose, I don't know that they're more desperate or if they win, I don't know if they feel like they're in it or whatever right. um even though I'll tell you what like even though the Giants are a long shot to win the n f c east like I wouldn't put it past them like if I could get a two hundred and one odds somewhere or something, I would take that oh six yeah they yeah. could you don't think they could end they could go finish the year eight and two. No,
1: I I mean, especially when after games are against the NFC East. Yeah, I I, I definitely think they. I mean, they yeah. have the talent. They just don't. I don't know. I, it, it, these games are such toss ups. All of them for me. Like I'm trying. I'm already. You know, I've been thinking about what's going to happen Sunday, and the Eagles can't win a home game. So I, I don't know. And the Giants just can't win. I, I don't know which way to go on this.
0: Well, and make two. I want you to make uh two um two. Well, maybe you'll make three. Three predictions. Vic starts, Foles starts, Barkley. I think we can pretty much rule out Foles if he had a concussion, right? He won't be back on right, Sunday. Right, So we'll just say Vic starts if Barkley starts. Um, but you got to make a prediction. bro. I know it's hard, but that's I mean, I what think, we do. I
1: think with Vic they win the game. I do. Uh, but I don't I don't think Vic's going to play. It certainly sounded like when he's ruling himself out and saying, I need time, that it's going to be more than you know, five days that he needs. I, You know, I— Which puts Barkley in the game, and I don't, I don't know how they win with Barkley. I mean, you saw what he just throws the ball up. Yeah, he sucks. (laughs) I mean, I guess they can, they can because the Giants have. It's possible the Giants just give up. And and, to me, if you're an Eagles fan, this is just like the worst. This is the worst possible season you could have because you're just not bad enough to get the quarterback you need to get good enough. It's like the, where the Sixers were for forever.
0: Well, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think the only look, you're not bad enough to get the quarterback. Right. But um, it seems as though there are a number of quarterbacks. I don't know that they'll need like the first pick in the draft. It does suck to not get Andrew Luck. You know, yeah. it does suck, but I don't even know if there's Andrew Luck in this draft. So um, so uh, yeah, but but Matt uh you know, Tony uh I have a, a guest on occasionally, like my my uh on my WIP show that I can sort of consider my Chip Kelly expert. Um his name's Tony Granary. He's John Gruden's spotter for Monday Night uh-huh. Football and he does a bunch of uh he does college football for ESPN, like he charts plays and stuff. But his brother, Mike, played for Kelly at UNH. He was the first quarterback that Chip Kelly ever um uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, scouted and, yeah. or, or uh, recruited. Um, so he seems intently aware of Kelly. And one of the points he made to me about um, uh, Barkley and Foles is that they are more familiar with what Chip Kelly does than Michael Vick was um, coming into this year. That What Foles played in college was more similar to what Kelly does than what Michael Vick's ever done. And he said right. that, that Barkley should be, uh, familiar with it too, because of where he played and seeing uh, a Chip Co- Chip Kelly offense more more frequently than than Vic would. Um, he said that was one of his reasons why he thought Foles might be more successful, just because he was more he he didn't spend ten years in the NFL playing different system. You know, he was yeah. closer to knowing this, but I still don't. Um, you want to give me a, a Vic score and a Barkley score?
1: Uh, I'll give you a, a Vic score, uh, Eagles. 31, Giants, 24. Okay. Uh, And uh, Barkley's score is going to be like uh, like 27-13. Yeah, 13
0: was the point I was coming up with. Um, If Vic plays, I'm going to say 27-23, Eagles. Um, If Matt Barkley plays, I'm going to go with, I don't know, 86 to 13 Giants, <laughs> and the 13 points come on turnovers,
1: right. of course. Yeah. So do the 86, the other yeah. way. Yes.
0: <laughs> Three interceptions. Oh, God, Matt Barkley. Um, well, he has that I pocket trade presence. Trade it up to get him. Uh, why is he still overweight, too? I mean, him and LaVoy Allen and, um, you know— They don't
1: play. They just sit and watch other people play. Yeah,
0: but there's an elliptical at NovaCare, (laughs) isn't there? (laughs) Whatever. Um, All right, Lee. Well, I'll talk to you next week. All right. You're great as always, sir. I I know it. All right. See you. Bye.